What's going on, y'all? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to another Monday edition of the NFL Rundown. After an amazing weekend of conference championship games that never cease to amaze, this NFL postseason has, I think, featured the most fantastic playoff games I have ever seen in my life. Not a single one of the playoff games played from the wild card round through conference championship weekend has been boring, has been one-sided, and vast majority of them have gone down to the last possession and even into overtime of the game. Nail biters, close, hard-fought contests, and this is exactly what we want as football fans. I'm going to recap both games, but first and foremost, I want to say that I told y'all, January 14th, I put out an episode before the playoffs started giving my NFC and AFC conference picks. And while I was wrong on my NFC pick, I nailed it in the AFC. And a lot of people thought I was crazy. A lot of people thought that I was just trying to be the one wild, crazy person on the internet saying that the Cincinnati Bengals could do it. But turns out I was right. Because the early game yesterday featured my Cincinnati Bengals. I'll own them until the season starts over again. Going on the road to face future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think a lot of people thought that Kansas City would have a shot in this game, but that we would eventually see Patrick Mahomes do what he does, put the foot down, and this would be the end of an incredible run for the second-year quarterback, Joe Burrow, and the Cincinnati Bengals. And early on in the game, I honestly thought that's what was going to happen. I think a lot of us did. Even on the broadcast, they were saying that if, you know, after the second drive of the game, that if Cincinnati can't figure something out, it's going to be a long day. Because the one knock on Kansas City throughout the entire playoffs and a bit through the end of the regular season was that they were starting out every game really, really slowly. And that Patrick Mahomes would look out of sync, out of rhythm, but then eventually they'd kind of come around, they'd settle down, put their foot down, and take over games. And that's kind of how everyone started to expect them to play every game. Well, they figured it out. And they came out on their first two drives and they scored touchdowns. And they ran the score up to 21-3 to with about a minute or so left in the first half. And I thought, okay, well, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals thing has been fun. But, yeah, it looks like this might be the end of it. And everyone kind of expected Kansas City to just kind of be able to put their foot down and say, you know, we were going to win this the whole time. And then just before the half, they score a touchdown. And they slowly and slowly start clawing their way back. And the defense that in the first half was playing tons and tons of zone coverage and letting Patrick Mahomes just kind of pick the open receiver switched to playing man coverage against guys like Tyreek Hill, and it was working. And at times, they were getting in the face of Patrick Mahomes and making him look uncomfortable throwing passes on the move and a little bit out of sync, just messing up the timing just enough. And then Joe Burrow and that offense 
and eventually took the lead in the fourth quarter. And Kansas City had to put a drive of their own together to force overtime. They win the toss. They're moving the ball down the field a little bit, and it feels like, well, this is Patrick Mahomes, future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes, put some respect on his name, doing what he does. And the Bengals come up with a huge interception. And then Joe Burrow and company march down the field and get them to within the distance of an extra point to kick a game-winning field goal to send the Cincinnati Bengals to their first Super Bowl since 1988. I was months old the last time this franchise went to the Super Bowl. So congratulations to that fan base and that organization for always sticking with it, doing the dirty work, making the adjustments, and getting it done on the road at Arrowhead. That's the thing that I'm really, really impressed with. This is not only did they were able to do this, but they did this in an AFC Championship game on the road in Arrowhead. That is a very, very tough place to go in and win. And you know, this is not a situation that the Chiefs just kind of fell apart in the second half. You know, they were able to still move the ball around and I mean, this this was this was I don't want to say this was like the arrival of the Cincinnati Bengals because they've been a tough team going throughout the end of the season and into the playoffs and getting hot at the right time. But this was a moment that Joe Burrow proved that he is worth being in the conversation with the best of the young quarterbacks that we have in the NFL right now with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and those guys. It's incredible to watch. I cannot wait. And I told y'all so. Everyone thought I was crazy, but I told you so. So who are they going to face? Because we still had the NFC Championship to go in the afternoon block on Fox, and this one did not disappoint either. That Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers in L.A. to take on the Rams in the stadium where in two weeks they will be playing the Super Bowl. And early on, San Francisco looked solid. And the Rams looked a little washy in the first half. You know, they had some some good things going for them, but they never really were, like, connecting. And it seemed like San Francisco was working that efficient, not super huge splash play offense that they run all the time, but just enough to kind of keep it going. And it looked pretty good. But eventually, the Rams' defense really started to step up and getting a lot of pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo, shutting down the run, shutting down Debo Samuel, which is incredible that you know they're able to do that because that guy's a beast. And then Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup always seem to kind of come up huge when they need it. And in the fourth quarter, it really just felt like Matthew Stafford just kind of put the game on his shoulders for that offense and said, We're going to do this. Let's go. And it still came down to the last drive. With about a minute or so left on the clock, the Rams have the lead. The Rams' defense had been finally getting some more pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo. And on a last drive, hoping to get something going, they get huge pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo, and he throws what I can only describe as a Jameis Winston special where you have three defenders in your face 
and you just kind of chuck the ball into the flat in the hopes that somebody is there. And yeah, there's someone there, but he's wearing blue and gold. An interception at the end of the game there, they're able to run the clock out. And for the second time in two years, the home team in the stadium where the Super Bowl is being played will be representing the NFC in that stadium. The Los Angeles Rams win the game 20-17 to and go to the Super Bowl. In what is very likely Jimmy Garoppolo's last game in San Francisco, who knows where he'll end up. I have some thoughts. Those are for another day. But the big thing to take away from this game, I think, is Matthew Stafford. For a decade, Matthew Stafford was the solid quarterback that was on really, really bad teams in Detroit. For a brief period of time there, hit Calvin Johnson as a wide receiver and they were able to make a few things happen, but they were never really viewed as contenders and they never really were able to make a push into the playoffs and to get in big games. But all those years, Matthew Stafford just kind of kept his head down, kept doing the work and proving that he was a solid quarterback, but he was never talked about as being an elite quarterback. And last year, Sean McVay and the Rams took a chance and traded away everything that they did to make that work. And they brought in Matt Stafford and a lot of people, including myself, thought that that was a really weird move. Because I always say that if you want to replace your quarterback, you want to replace your head coach or GM or something, that's completely fine. But who are you going to get to replace him? And at that point, I did not think that Matthew Stafford was going to be an upgrade at the quarterback position in LA. And man, was I wrong. Matthew Stafford throughout this year in the playoffs has proven that he is an elite quarterback. And the icing on the cake, the cherry on top of that, is to lead his team to the Super Bowl in their own building in his first year in Los Angeles. That's incredible. There's a lot of guys on uh, the, the talk shows this morning singing the praises of Matt Stafford, none more than Dan Orlovsky on uh, Get Up on ESPN. He did a victory lap around the, the studio this morning. And so congratulations. I mean, you called it. He has been singing the praises of Matt Stafford all year long. And this is going to be a very exciting matchup in the Super Bowl because you have a Cincinnati Bengals defense that just went in to Kansas City and beat future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes. And they get another huge challenge with a very, very solid and very high-powered offense. They have the ability to score from anywhere on the field with guys like Cooper Cup and Odell. So we will see. And we'll preview that game probably on Friday. We'll definitely talk more and more about that. But this is incredibly exciting. Rams-Bengals is the matchup for Super Bowl 56. Man, it was an incredible weekend. And I didn't even mention the news reports that Tom Brady is going to actually retire. We'll talk about that tomorrow because there's more that I want to get into on that, including something that kind of gives me an I don't buy it sense. I trust Adam Schefter. I I trust a lot of the people that have been reporting this, but there's something that's going on right now that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe we'll get one more ride from the GOAT. But we'll talk about that another day. So I want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast Uh, I do see the subscriber numbers in the analytics and, 
you know, we've got a lot of folks that have jumped on and subscribed lately, so I do really appreciate it. But let me know you're there. Get at me on Twitter. Again, I am at your primo Brian on Twitter. Your primo Brian. We'll be back on Wednesday to talk about the whole Tom Brady of it all. And then maybe on Friday, we'll start to preview the Super Bowl matchup featuring, I called it, Cincinnati Bengals against the Los Angeles Rams in a couple of weeks. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Have a great week, y'all. We'll see y'all around. And as always, one love. 